I'm Damian Volwa. Today on Fifth and Mission, are we close to the end? The news on Tuesday was heart-stopping. California plans to lift most pandemic restrictions and fully reopen on June 15th. Unless something changes, that means the end of the color-coded tier system that we've all gotten to know so well. All 58 counties could reopen with just about every kind of business and activity returning to normal. To talk about it, I've got two of the Chronicle reporters who've been covering the pandemic for more than a year, Aaron Alday and Ideen Vaziri. How are you guys? We're great, Damien. Or I'm great. Our our heads are spinning slightly between today and Friday. Uh, There was just a lot of news, but doing well. Aaron, I want to start with you. How should we look at this news? It feels like the light at the end of a really, really, really long tunnel. How big a deal is it? Uh, I think this is a really big deal. Um, I think we should definitely feel really heartened and really excited by this news. Um, You know, I always have to drop the caveat in there that, you know, things could turn. This pandemic is known for its uncertainty, uncertainties and its twists and turns and, you know, surprises. But, you know, more and more, it's feeling like we're going to push past this and having like a date, having like this target of June 15th, right, that the state can reopen, that really in so many ways our lives can go back to their pre-pandemic ways um, is just really thrilling. I mean, it's thrilling that we have our government, you know, officials, our state officials who have been really conservative for the most part throughout this pandemic, that they're willing to kind of stand up and say, we're ready for this. Um, We're ready to put a date on it. So, you know, brace yourselves. We're going to we're going to reopen for summer. I think that's really thrilling. Ideen, give us a bit of the particulars. How was this announced? What exactly does it mean? How will they get rid of the system? So as you know, we had that very complex tier system in place. And uh, after covering it since August, Aaron and I still have to uh, discuss it daily. Like, and how does this work? Um, So this... Thanks for admitting that. I have to do the same exact thing. Well, and they keep changing the rules too. So it's like one week it, it works one way, the next week it works another way. Um, so this will just really simplify things. Uh, I think, you know, all counties will be equal. They'll be moving together. And yeah, it will be great to get rid of this complicated system and just uh, put out messaging about masking and just general mitigation measures. You know, really counties don't have physical barriers People in California are very mobile, so it never made sense to say, you know, you can go to an indoor restaurant in one county, but you can't go in one, you know, right next to it. So this makes a lot more sense, and it'll, I think it'll be a lot easier to uh, message necessary mitigation me- measures to people. Now, you mentioned masks, Ideen. That means after June 15th, we should still wear them. As of right now, the uh, Governor Newsom and uh, Dr. Galley are saying that the mask mandate will stay in place. They're not going to follow the lead of other states that are lifting that mandate. And I think they consider that just the key to getting us through this next phase of the pandemic. Um, they, They think it's a key mitigation measure. So, yeah, we'll be masking for a while. Aaron, how did we get here? What's the decision based on? I mean, there's been some uh, concerning news lately about not only variants, but about a a kind of a a little bit of a turn in the numbers. Why are they confident in doing this? 
Yeah, so I think the there's there's two key metrics they're looking at, and probably the most important one is this this vaccination rate, how many vaccinations they're getting out. Um, and you know, for all that it was a rocky rollout early on, we're doing we're getting a lot of people vaccinated in California right now. Um, the state hit 20 million doses delivered, administered as of Tuesday. Um, Governor Newsom said today that they expect to hit 30 million doses by the end of this month. Um, I think we all know now that the state is going to open up vaccines to everybody on April 15th. And the thinking is that by June 15th, we might have, you know, a large majority of the kind of 16 and up population, the people who are approved for vaccination, that they might be fully immunized by then, which is just I mean, it's kind of astounding to me that that we would be at that point by June 15th. And so I think that's the main issue is if we have a huge portion of our state and most most notably, if everybody has access to the vaccine, right? If anybody who wants to get vaccinated is able to get it, is able to schedule that appointment and get in and get their shot and be protected, then the thinking is it's time to open up. It's time to kind of test those shots, to test that immunity um, and and, you know, let us all out there to kind of live our lives again. Um, as a backstop, the second criteria is this this hospitalization. So they want to kind of keep this close eye on the number of people hospitalized with COVID-19, make sure that number stays very low, stays very stable. And as um, the Secretary of Health and Human Services said uh, on Tuesday, they really want to make sure that we're not seeing people who have been vaccinated end up in the hospital. Because if we see that that would be sort of a, a really big red flag that the vaccines aren't working, that there's some sort of failure happening. And we'd want to take a huge kind of step back if we see if we see that particular metric climbing. But aside from that, I mean, we should be, you know, we should be in pretty good shape. So I think the thinking is that, yes, you know, we're seeing this this surge happening nationally. Yes, we're seeing kind of cases plateauing a little bit in California, but they're feeling confident that we're going to weather that in California, that we're not going to see like a big deadly surge like we saw in the winter. Um, and certainly that in a couple of months, we will be in a place where we feel really confident about reopening. And I think that's one thing people need to keep in mind is this is still two months out, right? So we keep hearing all yeah, these Yeah, I noticed warnings. a few caveats. Yeah. There were some caveats in, in your story, which... Uh, for listeners, is at sfchronicle.com, the story on the reopening plan. But there's a few caveats in there that 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 we hope to reopen or that as long as nothing changes. Yeah, I think that that's key. I think we need to keep in mind that this, you know, people are, are really kind of, you hear a lot of, of naysayers of kind of people who are worried saying we can't move too fast. We've got to be cautious. Well, I think looking two months out is pretty cautious, right? Like we're not talking about doing this next week or even a month from now. We're talking about June 15th. And so that kind of gives the state a lot of time to sort of let things shake out, to really have that extra boost of confidence that the vaccines are rolling out, the people are getting vaccinated, we're not seeing that hesitancy, and that these variants that we've all been so worried about, that they're not kind of overrunning our vaccines and, and sort of wrecking new havoc. Ideen, when the pandemic is not going on, you are our music critic. And I know you're looking forward to events. Can you give us a little bit of a sense of what's going to happen with events moving forward, the concerts, sporting events? The state has really opened up the possibility of uh, seeing big concerts again, both indoor and outside. I think we can see some music, you know, big music festivals like Outside Lands and Bottle Rock return in the fall, um, given this new guidance today, um, as long as people are vaccinated and or uh, show negative coronavirus tests. So it's a real possibility. All right. Well, it's good news. We'll be right back, though. we got to take a break on Fifth and Mission. Back with Aideen Vaziri and Aaron Alday. 
Welcome back to Fifth and Mission. I'm Damian Bolwa. I'm joined by two reporters that have been covering the pandemic, Aaron Alday and Ideen Vaziri, talking about the big news that broke on Tuesday, that California is going to look to move to a complete or almost complete reopening on June 15th and getting rid of the color-coded system that people have gotten used to. Aaron, what does this mean for schools, which are already trying to reopen, um, but Obviously, June 15th is the middle of summer, but this seems like it'd be very good news to at least make sure that that schools are are all going to be open in the fall. Yeah, I think that's a I think that's an important takeaway. Um, you know, certainly a lot of schools are really still pushing to reopen in some capacity before the end of this this school year, before the summertime. Um, but that's you know, so we've as we've covered a lot, as as Jill Tucker has covered a lot, there's just been so much um chaos in that process. So I think a lot of people have really trained their eyes on the fall as sort of like, okay, come the fall, let's get our, our schools open full time, back to normal. And I think what this this news today really kind of suggests that that yes, that that is gonna be on the table. That if the state says you know, everything else in the state is is wide open, that people can kind of go about their business, you know, keep those masks on, but but do their thing, that there's just no, there's no reason anymore for schools to be an exception to that, that we will have kids back in the classroom in, in the fall. And I, I Dean, Aaron had talked about how there's still some things we got to watch, right? We got to make sure that we don't fall back. There's warnings. I wonder if 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 there is a sense in this announcement that part of it the governor and hand health officials are saying is, okay, here's a target date, but you got to be good in between. Like, here's something to look forward to that maybe will allow people to feel like they can be diligent in the time in between. The one thing that they kept bringing up in these press conferences was the, you know, the race between the variants and the vaccines. So I think the next month is going to be really, um, really telling as far as how, how many people we can get safely vaccinated and how many people how the variants uh, take shape, if they become widespread or they kind of just stay at a low level. Um, but yeah, they really want people to continue masking and re- really the basic social, uh, you know, mitigation measures remain in place. I think social distancing and uh, hand washing and all that is still going to be important. And those things are going to be key into getting us through to this next phase when things are kind of back to normal. And and is there any danger, Aaron? We've talked about this before. Is there any danger that when you keep putting out this news that things are getting better, that people think, oh, it's over? Sure. I mean, that certainly is something that's on people's minds and they they want to kind of put out these disclaimers. And, and that's why we always hear this, you know, keep your masks on, keep doing this and that. But I think increasingly what we're hearing is people, people A, they need motivation, right? Like they need to feel like by getting vaccinated, they're accomplishing something. By wearing your masks, you're accomplishing something. Like to, it helps people to kind of feel goal goal oriented that all of this stuff that we're doing, that's hard um, and you know painful and and annoying and everything. That it's getting us to a shared goal that that we all want to get to. Um, but you know, and and when you kind of keep putting out these dire messages, that's not making people feel good. It's not making people feel like they want to keep doing these hard things. So I think that that's part of what we're seeing is, you know, they want to have a hopeful message. But I think it's also just legitimately we're just in a better place. And, you know, if you want to be transparent, you want to like be not, you know, be be getting the public's trust um, and be getting the public on board, you need to be frank with them. And at this point in time, I think things frankly look pretty good in California. 
All right. I, I want to ask you guys one larger question. I'll put you on the spot a little bit. I mean, first for you, Aaron, how significant do you think a, a date like this is going to be in the sort of psyche of people that you talk to, people that have been affected the most by the pandemic, the health experts? Is this is this the is this the end? That's a really good question. Um you know, it's really hard to say that because a lot of times that stuff, you only really recognize it in hindsight. I will say, I'm going to just speak personally as somebody who's been deeply invested in this for more than a year, has had many sort of momentous dates. You know, this felt pretty momentous to me. Um, you know, when I, you know, heard that they were going to be, you know, they had a plan, they had a date to lift and re lift these restrictions and reopen the economy that seemed really powerful and really significant to me. Um, it was right up there with seeing the first vaccines, you know, administered um, right, right up there for me with like that first shelter in place order that was, that was issued, you know, more than a year ago. So yeah, personally, it felt very impactful to me. I don't I don't really know kind of where, <laughs> where the general population is. I think people are a little kind of pandemic weary at this point. And so you know, they're a little bit not sure how to kind of gauge these announcements and, and what it means for them. But but personally speaking, yeah, it felt pretty momentous. And Aideen, for someone who covers festivals and concerts and music, how significant is this going to be for people who've been cooped up for more than a year? It's, it's huge. And especially for the industry. I mean, you've had all these people who have been forced to stay home for over a year and they've just been hit so hard um, from small clubs to the big festivals, uh, the musicians who are used to living on the road. Um, so this this is a great carrot that's dangling ahead of them. Um, to answer the, the the first part of the question that you asked Aaron, uh, I, I, you know, I, I think with the with the threat of the recall hanging over Newsom, there's there is some suspicion uh, out there that things are moving a little bit too fast and not necessarily being uh, dictated by science, but maybe a little bit more uh, politics are behind some of these decisions now, especially with the national picture. I think uh, cases are up in about 30 states right now. So, you know, I, I it's kind of, to me, it's like, I'll see it and I'll feel help, hopeful once we get there. But for the next two months, I'm just going to be kind of nervous about where everything is headed. Gotcha. Yeah, a little too early to celebrate. But uh, but yet, hopefully, good news. Hopefully, it's June 15th. Thank you both for coming on to talk about it. Thanks, Damien. Thanks, Aideen. Thank you. Thanks to my guests today, Chronicle reporters Aaron Alday and Aideen Vaziri. To Karen Creighton for producing this episode. And thank you for listening. <laughs>